While the ladies have a pageant that mocks with tails and dresses meant to shock, Trisha and the boys are beginning their lists of admired women. So here's hoping everyone packed enough socks. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Friday, and we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one appreciates our female listeners. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya, and online we have Squirrely Matt, the valiant Victor, and let me get uh, to the, oh, and joining us this week, they are fellow FOTMs. She is a biochemist. He's a web designer. They're in Toronto, and it is way past their bedtime. Please join me in making some noise for Miriam and Juan. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome to the produce stand. Finally, Miriam and Juan. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't start, Juan. Come on. Uh, I, I got money that says that Juan won't m- make it for, uh, to the end of this episode. He's going to like get up and go to bed. <laughs> hey, I, if we make it to the end of the episode with Riley and Jonesy here, we're good, right? All right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's the produce stand version of Riley and Jonesy. They're, they're one person. Now, uh, I mean, you guys... Yeah, you guys aren't uh, aren't new to us. Uh, you've been on many uh, ag call socials and stuff, so we will uh, treat you like regular panelists. So tonight's lineup. Um, one second here. Um, I'm. It's been so long here. If, it now? really feels like it. It does. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Al, Victor, Tanya, Matt, and Miriam, and Juan. Our guests will have the final word. So my week, I just got back from Vancouver yesterday. I was spent for the first, you know, spent Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Vancouver recording uh, interviews for my work podcast. Yes, we are open. And um, we have no, st- what? Oh, no. Oh, that's okay. Uh, and um, I, I, just, I just got derailed. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. Boy, are my arms tired. Um, I was a great time in, in Vancouver. I'd never been there before. Uh, what a really nice city and, and the weather was amazing. I didn't get any rain, which I've been told is kind of rare, especially around this time of year. Uh, really interesting thing though, when I was there, cause there's a, no secret. There's a lot of, you know, like a big Asian population in Vancouver. Uh, I had a friend who was taking me around, showing me around and he, uh, you know, I went to hang out at his, at his, uh, condo and he, he lives in his condo complex. It's got like, where they have plans for like 13 towers, but in his, so his building's like 35 stories tall. And, uh, as we're, you know, going up to his floor, he, he points at the uh, button console in the elevator and says, do you see anything weird here? I'm like, uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. There's no number four anywhere to be seen you know how you know in toronto and most i think major kind of north american cities at least they skip the 13th floor right well in many asian cultures i guess the number four is very very unlucky and as a result there's no fourth floor but there's also no 14th floor no 24th floor nothing nothing with the number four in it to the point where uh oh victor's showing a blue Blue spatula. spatula what am i saying that's wrong 
Those floors are still there. No, I it know. Doesn't matter what you want to call them. I they're get still it. There. I get it. But if they if they had them, the, those floors would not sell. Like he and he actually his his condo unit actually in it's Maybe a four no digit balance. like thirty blah 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 it had had the four in it, and he said it was only available because his unit had the number four in it, and they couldn't se- they couldn't sell it to anybody. So. I, I always like to believe that there actually is those extra floors <laughs> no, and not they're in this just case. like, they're, they're, they're just smaller to not use up too much hardware. Um, and, and also and they just skip them. The elevator just skips them. No, it's not. And also he was saying, so the, the plan for his complex is there's supposed to be 12 towers. And he said the next tower to be built is tower number five. And I'm like, well, you're, there's three already. So when are they building four? And he's like, Oh, I guess five is four because they're not calling it tower number four. Like that is how ser- seriously they take it over there. It's, it's ridiculous. So but- my question, and mm-hmm. hopefully somebody can answer this. I want to know if somebody's born on the fourth or the 14th or the 24th. They throw the baby away with this. With oh, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, wow. do they not celebrate that day? Do they yeah, make it another it day or like, do they false, <laughs> like falsify the records? Like, I don't know, but I want to, I want to know that. Yeah. Like all of their eight, April babies like uh, they're they're the, oh right, right? April so, that's the fourth yeah fourth month well, maybe it's not the fourth four. they probably just write April maybe or whatever or maybe they just make it the fifth month anyway I found it interesting and just because I want to know the, the the city of Vancouver <laughs> is has such a, a heavy Asian Asian population this this is actually something that they really care about and my friend who isn't uh you know they're not Asian uh he said it, it worked out for us because we were able to get this unit for pretty cheap uh, or relatively speaking um, because uh, they weren't, they weren't sell, being, able yeah, to sell it. They weren't able to sell it. And that they're buying a house and they have to make sure that the house that they buy right. doesn't have a four in it just for the resale value. Yeah. And they're afraid like, if wow. they buy something that, that kind of breaks that rule or, or that superstition um, uh, they may not be able to resell it or at least th- they might resell it, but just not for the, the same amount of money. Anyway, I found it really interesting. Fascinating. It was very fascinating. I had a great trip out there and, and but I'm happy to be back. I, d- I have a question. Sorry, follow up. So in Toronto, um, are there 13th floors? No, no they skip 13, no. but, but again. So, so just the same. So yeah, we're just that, as so that, weird. That's one floor in every building. This was like, this is multiple floors and multiple units in, in I want to know like, throughout the city where, where the number four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's my next question. So just like in the Portuguese alphabet, there are missing letters. Well, not missing. They're just, they, they, they don't, don't exist. Correct. So maybe the four doesn't exist. Maybe that's the reason. No, it exists. It exists, but they, it's just that. Maybe it is it's three, cursed. five. It's cursed. I don't know. Anyway, it's to, math. I, there's I, gotta I, be a four. Like to Victor's point, there's a fourth spot in 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 numbers maybe there's not <laughs> of course there is you may not call it for but there's a fourth spot it, it's worth a google anyway so um, they've been miscalculating things for years yeah <laughs> <laughs> um next victor how was your week he's shaking his head <laughs> i'm disappointed in well, humanity <laughs> um and especially with a biochemist here you know like it's uh, ridiculous um, by I'm the way, I agree with it, Victor. No, she doesn't agree. Why would she agree? Yeah. By the way, uh, you'll be happy to know that uh, for the longest time, uh, carbon was my son's favorite element, but then he switched to boron uh, and he's never looked back. But anyway, um, I need a blue spatula. Give me a blue spatula. It's relatable. Only Victor is it? would raise a child who has a favorite element. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess mine is gold, but other than that, well, is diamond yeah, it's and very, element. It's no. a very, it's one of the more useless uh, metals, though. Uh, rather, thorium did find it useful. Um, uh, but anyway, um, so so. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're killing Miriam with this, uh, with the chemistry yes, jokes, yes. but no one else. Yes. And, and, and I apologize to all those uh, uh, science enthusiasts. I, I meant Rutherford, not Rutherfordian, which was named after uh, oh, Rutherford. Okay, move anyway, on, please. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so I've, I've had a really busy week because mm-hmm. I've been planning my trip to Vancouver. All right. Um, yeah. So and and what we're doing is we're going to go to Vancouver and then we're going to take the Rocky Mountaineer. Nice. From Vancouver to Ben. Uh, so it's going to take us uh, through the uh, magical Rocky Mountains. Oh, the fun. Canadian Rockies. This is you and Linda? Uh, You're in Linda yeah, doing this? Just, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like uh, just for, for just for us. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're, uh, it's going to be kind of one of those trips of a lifetime kind mm-hmm. of thing where it's going to be all premium all the way. So nice. Tanya's parents just did, did that trip, right? No, they went across Canada. I know, but once they, didn't they got. Do the, no. The train that they went from Alberta. Then they went on plane. Plane, train, automobile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't cross the Rockies on train? No. Oh, well, I thought they well, did. For, well, you do a kind of go well, through the, yeah. when you take the regular can, Canadian, the, mm-hmm. it's called the Canadian, the the, yeah. uh, the the via train. It goes kind of past the Rockies, but, mm-hmm. the, but the Rocky Mountaineer goes into the Rockies into. and does oh. all the winding through the rivers and through them. Yeah. And it goes up, I think 5,000 feet oh, wow. uh, in, in, into the mountain. So it's pretty, uh, and then it takes you past Lake Louise and all kinds of stuff. So um, there, and it, I, I think it can either land in Banff or mm. Jasper and we're, we're, we're taking Banff because you know. Well, let me tell you, I went for a drive through West Vancouver. I was kind of trying to find Ryan Reynolds house. Um, the fucking sure. mansions up there. Holy crap. And built on the side of the, the, the mountains, basically they were, uh, they were impressive, but, uh, couldn't find right. Ryan. Ryan. He was nowhere to be seen. Well, uh, he's in the number in the fourth mansion right. but, uh, <laughs> number four, on fourth <laughs> Avenue. Good deal on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nice. Dan, how was your week? Oh, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Al was gone. Um, so <laughs> great, eh? <laughs> so hers, her, her week was exactly opposite to mine. Ah, busy, busy. Um, you know what? I'm just grateful that my medication was done as of this morning. Um, this, this silly infection that I got, um, on my skin, uh, has finally cleared up. So, um, I'm just grateful that I can have wine time soon and, but, but not tonight, actually. but not tonight. I'm having tea time still. Um, so yeah, I've just been exhausted trying to, um, recover from this and, uh, yeah, so looking forward to, we're, we're getting some great weather in the forecast coming up and, uh, I'm break. really, really, really looking forward to, feeling some warm air and having some sun on my face and just like going outside. I just really, really can't wait for that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. All right, Matt. So tonight you're pulling an awesome. <laughs> if Matt sounds a little more distant, it's because he's actually in his car right now. <laughs> How many layers do you have on dude? Like it looks like you have like five coats. Oh, I've got, no, I've got a t-shirt and I got my sweater, mm-hmm. which is referred to as my old man sweater. And I love it. Um, and then I've got my, my, my winter coat on. And I've also got like big old winter snow boots on as well to keep the legs warm. So that's all things. Uh, yeah. You're I'm dedicated, man. Call. I'm up. I, I, I didn't want to miss it. And it was partially my fault and bad planning 
because I wasn't paying attention to the rescheduling of this week. So I agreed to other plans and then I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. And uh, I didn't want to miss the show and, and miss a chance to hang out with Juan and Miriam. This is so making it work, right? Um, so it's kind of funny. And I know Miriam already called it out that I'm probably technically illegal right now as I'm drinking in the front seat of the car. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I, I didn't see the car. Oh, look, you're like, what's his name from the trailer park boy? Yeah, yeah. Oh Julian. Or, <laughs> Julian. No, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, so I'm not, I pulled the co- the keys out of the ignition. I've got <laughs> okay. that. Oh, I'm well, technically good. parked in a driveway. Mm-hmm. I have an extension cord coming from the house <laughs> to the car. So I figured the worst case, if someone did come up or say the police rolled up, I would just welcome him into the show. Like how phenomenal. Can you think of what great podcasting that would be? If a cop rolled up and I just put him on speaker. And I'm just going to do it. I'm I'm just waiting for bubbles to show up. That'd be amazing. I'd be doing the play by play. And now Matt's being cuffed and dragged away. Amazing. That would be, that would be, that would, that's an award nominee right there. Live. Mr. Leahy, I think I see him. You you haven't mentioned why you're in a car and not in your usual spot. Oh, well, I'm just up visiting family up in Collingwood. Oh, there you go. You're in uh, Collingwood. Yeah, there's no real big... I mean, it's my <laughs> mother-in-law's birthday tomorrow, so we came up here. Um, and the house, it's not like it's a small house, but it's very echoey. Sure. And we're all spread out. So my little guy's sleeping in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jen and her mom are hanging out in the living room. Her dad's sleeping in his room. And <laughs> and and it's a big echoey house. So there really is nowhere for me to be. So I parked the car as close as I could to the house to make sure I still get the Wi-Fi, and uh, we're, we're we're making it work from here. So, what do your in-laws uh, think of you? I want to oh, interview them next. They, they, I wanna, yeah, can you invite them hilarious. on right can now? Can you just bring them into the car? <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law gets a kiss. She always laughs. She's like, so what is this again that you're doing? Podcasting? Is this still Letter Kenny? I'm like, yeah, yeah. We tried to get her to watch watch it one time, but uh, they didn't they didn't fall in love with it. So. Uh, I think it was a very Shorzy heavy episode. We got them mm-hmm. to watch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that turned that turned them off a bit. And then I thought about letting them watch this week's episode, but then mm. realized it probably was going to go even worse. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. think? <laughs> it depends on whether you want them to like you and respect you, or, or and not. if you want to have that conversation on what a mid is. <laughs> yeah, well, we're a pretty censor free. That was, that was the most part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, my in-laws are cool though. Like I get, I get high with my, with my mother-in-law and oh. like, so like it's, oh yeah. Like they're very cool. Um, very or modern, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And no, no cares given. So we have a good time. Um, but yeah, no, it would have been, it would have been funny. They, I think it's just the shores. took it a little too far for them. Though. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but no, aside from that week's been fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, sorry, I went off there a bit, but uh, <laughs> all right. I will I'll, I'll tell one quick story because I know I'm, I'm rambling on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really funny moment this week where we were cleaning our house. My, my brother's coming next week. I haven't seen him since before the pandemic. So we're cleaning up the house and Jen was vacuuming and dusting our room. And we got a TV with a fire stick connected to it. Right. And she somehow knocked something over and the wire and the fire stick fell. And I quickly glanced at where the hell did the damn stick go? Mm-hmm. And I was so like not mad. I was just frustrated. I'm like, how do you lose this thing? Like it's connected to the TV, mm-hmm. and we're tearing apart that room. We're opening drawers. I'm emptying garbage cans. I'm like, did you throw it out? Like, where the hell is this damn thing? For two days, we're looking for it <laughs> to the point that she's like, all right, well, we need to order a new one now. Start going to see if they're on sale. 
And I'm literally going through Amazon, checking out to see if there's a sale. And I go, let me just go back and double check. And I kid you not, this is a real bonehead move. The thing was still t- attached to the TV. Like the wire had come out, the the you had the micro USB, right. but the actual fire stick was still wedged in. But it, the, I forgot the port's really high on the back of the TV. So the way I turned my head around to glance at the back and all the ports, I didn't look high enough. And I just like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And, uh, there's, there's no, no, no good way to sugarcoat this, Matt. You just had a senior moment. No, yeah. I did. I did. I had a really bad. You're, moment. you're the found- guy. You're the guy that calls into support. And they say, is it plugged in? <laughs> yeah. You're that guy. 100%. You're the reason for that question. <laughs> so well, I mean, I look, I look at it. Of like course it's. Like, oh God. Sucks. No, it isn't. So what do you think? I'm an idiot. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I found uh, the fire stick. We're good. We're good. That's awesome. The fire stick was never lost. It was never lost. <laughs> you found it. It was there. It felt. It felt lost. It's like looking for your glasses when they're on your head. That's only happened twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Today, anyway. Um, <laughs> Miriam, Juan, how are you guys doing? Good. You? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so, have how's your week been? You start. <laughs> oh, same as every week. Every week uh, at yeah. home. At home. Yeah, I'm still working from home, and uh, Miriam is the one that has come back to in person. Oh yeah. So it's just me and the cat now. Well, I mean, it's, so it's nice and quiet for you, uh, Miriam. How's how's been how's going into work been? <laughs> ah, it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. One of my courses is a second year course, and they've not been on campus because they started in the pandemic. Right. So you have a whole bunch of students completely lost downtown Toronto, trying to figure out like what room, what door, what's open. And um, yeah, the students are not very good this year. (laughs) I mean, everything they should have been doing last September, they're doing now, like looking around, trying to get their bearings and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So they I just guess, as angry for being at school or are they happy to be back? They're happy to be back. Yeah. Okay. They're happy, but then you still are the excuses. So it's like, you guys want to be back, but you still have all these excuses why you can't hand in things. Oh, right. you know, the train. Oh, every excuse hasn't changed. How do you do chemistry remotely? Do you like <laughs> mail them the chemicals and <laughs> they sit at no. home? You know, no. I don't think that's okay, Al. <laughs> no, that's not okay. I was gonna say there's a house around the corner that yeah, should, I think so. I that, so. that kind of blew up because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually developed um, AR labs. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, a year ago, so we we actually yeah, that was one of the big pushes that we did, mm-hmm. and uh, we focused more on data and right. how to write it up. Mm. That had to been disappointing for some students though. Right. Cause a, this is, isn't what I was signing up for kind of thing, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But now that, yeah, for the most part, they're happy to be back. Yeah. And hopefully with the mask, we're keeping the mask um, until the end, I think of the exam period. Okay. So that's, that's kind of good. So mm-hmm. is that May? When's exam uh, yeah, period? End of April. End of, end of April. April. Yeah. 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 Okay, Victor's holding up a tiny vial of something. I'm I'm afraid to ask. Oh, why. Yeah, speaking of chemicals, you're not allowed to mail. 
Um, so, oh, so, God. Do you want to show us this? Or Dude, this is, yeah. this is live, right? No, we're not no, live. We're recording <laughs> this. We're recording. Do we have to cut and paste? Uh, anyway, it's a, it's a vial of mercury. Oh, um, that's okay. not good. Yeah, it's very cool. That'll give I, you I, brain damage, won't it, if you... Uh, yeah, my hair. Yeah. Makes you a and, little crazy. And what's, so what's neat, what's, what's really, really neat, so I keep these vials in, um, in kind of these kind of plastic containers, uh-huh. right? So you can see that this one's clear. And this one here, and let's see if Miriam can guess what this one is oh my gosh. based on the color. It's red, Miriam. So this, this is supposed to be, this used to be white, uh, clear, just like this one was. But this one has now turned this color. Iodine. Yes. Ah, see. Correct. Oh, iodine. Oh, you passed. You can't stump and, the the chemistry and, uh, teacher. And, and no, so, I have really good eyes. I uh, saw the eye. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, here are the little. You shouldn't have iodine. admitted that. You was no, way more Come on, we were very impressed with you. You didn't have to. <laughs> anyway, I've got like a whole. I've got, uh, I think, um, about sixty of the elements mm-hmm. uh, from the table. Why? What's that? Why? It goes with his what? train set, Miriam. No, he, he's what? a fan. Didn't think he moves his product. <laughs> uh, here's sulfur. Why? <laughs> Victor is an anyway. enthusiast. He's coming from the biochemist. Yeah. yeah, Miriam's just shaking her head. I'm like, I don't even have that shit in my Come house. Come on, you have that. Oh, it's uh, under the phosphorus sink. Is, phosphorus is okay. pretty cool. This is this it's, is it's that's quite flammable, but uh, it's. Very, He's got stuff cool. in his house that'll give him brain damage, burn his house down, and uh, and yeah. but but treat his wounds. So that's good. The iodine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have, you are just layers upon layers yeah. upon layers. I gotta yeah. say. Now the, the the nice thing about potassium is you can cut it with a butter knife, mm-hmm. and it's it's very very cool. Okay. But anyway, sorry. Okay, uh, we're I'll gonna we're, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to the sponsor, shall we? <laughs> Just like Skodude Energy Drink, Diabolical Coffee has a new spokesperson, me. Diabolical Coffee is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Al and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 10 of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you to Diabolical Coffee and to Eric for your support. Yes, thank you, Eric. And speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter followers. Blair from Louisville, Kentucky. Jennifer from the South. Stephen, Daniel Hawkins. Uh, Gary Lancaster from Denver. Miss L90210. Uh, Ryan Matson from Alberta. Josh from United States. Tim Carter from Downey, California, Michael Blake Beeson from Appalachia, Appalachia uh, Tom Callahan, Bill, Kyle, Patrick Montanese, uh, Sky Shoe from India, I don't know what that, India, California, uh, Josh Karras from Wellington, Florida, Mike Smith, Jason Kaiser from National Park, New Jersey, German, Jeremy Rader, Brendan from Wisconsin, Jared D- Davis from Ohio, Derek Burnt, uh, Jason Foreman, Gravel Tongue, Michael Seigel, uh, Ricker Chick, a uh, Rocker Chick 69, uh, Brondo, the Thirst Mutilator from Arizona, Beaver Source Rex, Ben, Sarah Sadler, Cassie Price from Standpoint, Idaho, uh, Todd Asana from Fort Worth, Texas, 
Uh, oh, I just lost my spot. Oh, yeah. Mike, the bad from Kawartha Lakes, Ontario. Uh, Jim Misner, Meisner from uh, USA. A lady with no filter from Dirty Jersey. Seeker Silencio from Oklahoma. Soy Boy Beta with a neck beard. LB, Dan Gregor, Gregory from Temec- Temecula. Uh, After Hours Sessions podcast. Nadia Iberola from Raleigh. Uh, Cecil Searcy from Kansas City, Missouri. PJ Predholm. Uh, Juan A. Campos from Imperial, California. Suave Jones from Spokane Valley, Washington. Chu from Asheville, North Carolina. Wheel of Horror podcast from Connecticut. Apartment 303 from Greendale, Colorado. Earth Medicine from Canada. And Chris Cadillac. Uh, Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letter Kenny. <clears throat> Last week, we celebrated our 100th episode with a bunch of beautiful listeners, including Juan and Miriam. Uh, we had an amazing time. This week, we review and recap Letter Kenny International Women's Day special with our friends Miriam and Juan. Have you done your homework? I have. Victor, how about you? Is. <laughs> Tanya, have you? Once. Matt? Damn it, yes. And Miriam? <laughs> Damn it, yes. <laughs> and Miriam and Juan, have you done your homework? Yep, twice. Excellent. Twice. So we open, no cold open in this one. We go right into the action. We open with Tannis on a stage somewhere, perhaps the Ag Hall. Uh, Gail comes up to her and wishes her a happy International Women's Day. Gail asks Tan- uh, Tannis if she's still with the Brodude rep. Tannis says it's the best she's ever been Spider-Manned in her life. <laughs> Just then, the Brodude rep enters stage right to introduce the episode. Brodude is proud to welcome you to the first ever anti-beauty pageant where one of you broads will be crowned Miss Universe. Thought we were going with Miss Modeniality. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> it appears you fucked my brains out. <laughs> Bro Dude is pleased to welcome you to the first ever Miss Modeniality pageant. The contest meant to empower women by having you do the exact opposite of what you'd be asked to do in a traditional beauty pageant. The winner will be crowned upon completion and awarded a personalized video greeting from... Serena Williams. A Twitter shout out from Jennifer Lopez. And a year supply of bro dude energy. (laughs) No. Okay, and an autographed headshot of Phoebe Waller Bridge. (laughs) And now I'd like to hand it over to this afternoon's host, Bonnie McMurray. Oh, Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie introduces the judges for the pageant. First up, a gal who knows what she wants, gets what she wants, and flaunts what she got. That's Katie. The next judge is the woman who tamed the toughest broad on the res, but, but Bonnie doesn't know the bro dude rep's name. She has, she turns to Tannis, but Tannis doesn't know her name either. Uh, Bonnie finally asks the bro dude rep uh, who introduces herself as Emma. And finally, the third judge is the gal who tamed the toughest dude in Letterkenny, Rosie. Uh, Bonnie goes on to lay out the rules for the competition. The contestants are going to compete in three different categories. Least congenial thing you've ever done, filthiest mouth, and tackiest dress. The contestants are introduced, starting with Marianne and Lucianne. Katie asks where Betty Ann is. Uh, Marianne says she's playing ball, which is hilarious because Kelly McCormack, the actress who plays Betty Ann, is also on the TV series A League of Their Own, uh, which, just like the movie, it's about an all-ladies uh a baseball team. So chances are the reason she wasn't available for letter Kenny was she was shooting uh, a league of their own. So hence she's out playing ball is what Marianne said she was doing. Um, Marianne reassures everyone though, including the viewers that Betty Ann will be back. 
Uh, but Lucienne's played by Elise Bauman. She's a Canadian actor, produ- uh, producer known for a movie called Bite and Smile. She's been on Working Mom. She's been on Good Witch and Handmaid's Tale. And uh, also competing is our, our Tannis, Mia Sophia, Mrs. McMurray, and Gail. So the next scene, uh, we have uh, Wayne, Derry, and McMurray, and they're sitting at Modine's Three, uh, waiting on Squirrely Dan to play some cribbage. Squirrely Dan got... Uh, got held up at his women's study class and Dickens walks in followed by Riley and Jonesy Stuart and rolled there. He asks what everyone's doing there. And uh, Squirrely Dan walks in very excitedly. He's invited all the guys because professor Trisha has agreed to speak with him for international women's day. Dickens doesn't uh, think this is the kind of thing Riley and Jonesy would get behind. Buddy, we get behind just about anything. Yeah, they'd grab a monkey by the tit if they could, but we Google professor Trisha. You, 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 John, so just then we hear the doorbell ring and uh, Squirly Dan introduces Professor Trisha and Professor Trisha played by Nazneen Contractor, a Canadian actress known for Star Trek in her, into dar- darkness, heroes reborn. And most recently she's on uh, the uh, children ruin everything show. Victor, you've been watching that. So did you recognize her? Yeah, I did, but I gave up on the show. I oh. couldn't stick with it. We, we, we gave it a few episodes and then we said, yeah, Nah, it doesn't have staying power. Yeah, I saw the first episode, and I'm like, eh, I don't. Uh, Mary, you're shaking your head too. Have you? We did one episode, and no, yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, it might be a grower, but yeah, for now, <laughs> it's not a grower. No, all right. <clears throat> Professor Trisha slow mo walks in wearing a business attire and carrying a briefcase. All the guys are taken by her look. Uh, the slow mo moment, the slow motion moment, is broken when she speaks. Found this in the parking lot. Who carries a briefcase? I mean, what is this? The CIA? If it is, you got to tell me. Otherwise, it's entrapment. I don't know. I don't hate it. I really have to pee. Next scene. Back at the pageant, it's time for event number one. Least congenial thing you've ever done. The judges want the contestants to bear their souls. Give us their worst and then double it. Uh, they're all ladies there. They've all been through it. Whoever can make the judges dry heave first will win it. Uh, the name of the game is, isn't is one upmanship. It's upwomanship. Uh, so first blood goes to Marianne. First blood, eh, Bonnie? Reminds me of that time all our periods synced up in 07 and the grocery store couldn't keep up with demand. I decided to stuff a sock down there to keep her sanitary, but stole a pair of children's socks from the donation bin at the Sally Ann so I wouldn't have to use my own. I still use socks, Marianne. Well, socks from a heavy flow, sockettes from my latter days. I just sat on a bale of hay for three days and said I was sunbathing. As the uh, competition continues, Tannis talks about the first time she got kicked out of Canada's Wonderland for taking a header into an in-use baby changer. Mia Sophia took a dump in a Tupperware during a long car ride to the Sioux. Mrs. McMurray told her story of her first, but not her last, Alaskan pipeline. I won't go into details. You just have to watch the episode. Uh, moving on, Mary Ann tells of the time she gave herself a dirty Sanchez. Uh, Lucienne talks about giving giving a Mississippi birdbath. Gail talks about receiving a ramen yamaka. Uh, Tannis talks about having cold lunch or a Spanish breakfast. Mia Sophia gave her boyfriend a hot Richard and Mrs. McMurray once partook in Bukaki. Um, and then things go from bad to, oh, we got the blue spatula. Thing from, things go from bad to worse. I once fucked a guy on a campsite who looked like a UTI waiting to happen. So I preemptively stole 40 bucks from his wallet to pay for the meds. I didn't end up getting a UTI, so I used the money to go to a water park where I got a UTI. I get real nervous during pap smears. 
once farted into my gyno's face so hard, parted his hair right down the middle. I once queefed so loud after sex, my neighbors thought about a dirt bike. Well, I once queefed so loud after sex, it was like my mitt was sending a warning shot to my butthole about who's in charge. I once queefed so loud after sex that the dog heard and answered the call of the wild. Oh. Uh, fuck the ginger. Oh. And boots. Oh. And they fucked an ostrich. Well, we have a winner. Round one goes to Mrs. McMurray. Next scene, back at Modine's three. Uh, Professor Trisha uh, begins her presentation. As she's speaking, she says she doesn't want to be in her work clothes anymore, so she begins changing in front of the men. They sit there staring, mouths agaping, uh, except for Wayne, who's looking up at the ceiling while this takes place. McMurray has a question. Professor Trisha? It's Trisha. Uh, Trisha, you strike me as a very rational, down-to-earth kind of woman. Which isn't what I think any of us were respecting. No? No. Uh, Squirrely uh, sometimes made you seem like kind of a... Bitch. McMurray! I was going to say cunt. Which is better. But I'm almost positive I'm not going to be able to get you guys to do what I want you to do by being a cunt. So here is what we're going to do. One by one, each of you are going to come up here and do some tire pumping for a woman you admire. Now, who would like to go first? Squirrely Dan's hand shoots up like an eager primary school student. Derry calls him a brown noser. Uh, Professor Trisha, she gets the ball rolling. So a woman I admire is Lizzie Sear. And I admire her because she gave a dude gonorrhea in 1917. Is that supposed to be a good thing? It was in this case. How come no one ever admired me for giving them that? Well, the man she gave it to ratted her out, and she was charged with vagrancy. (laughs) The case went all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada, where her defense lawyer appealed the conviction on the grounds that the female magistrate who made the ruling did not have the legal authority to act as a judge because, as a woman, she was not considered a person under the British North America Act. Wait, this is the best part. Teacher's pet. The case ultimately led to women officially being declared people by the British Privy Council. I would take a bit of the clap if it meant changing the world. <sighs> Me too, Stuart. <laughs> Professor Trisha likes Rold's enthusiasm. She asks him to go next. Rold chooses Celine Dion as the woman he admires because she's a musical legend and a fashion icon and a mother. Riley likes that she's a hockey fan, and Dickens says she's part owner of Schwartz's Smoke Meat in uh, Montreal, and this gets Wayne's attention. Uh, but what Roald admires most about her is that she, like him, fell in love with someone her peers considered unconventional. Then Roald gives Stuart a thirsty look. Stuart looks away uncomfortably. Uh, finally, she's and finally she's someone who is loved and celebrated by the French and English uh, Canadians alike. She plays for both teams. Uh, Wayne agrees that everyone loves Celine Dion wherever you are. Uh, wherever you go, nears, fars, or wherever you are. <laughs> Next up are Riley and Jonesy. A woman that I admire is this Tinderella, Crystal. Crystal is 22 years old and she lives 68 kilometers from here. Why? Good face, great tits, unreal shitter. Also, her profile says I'm not like other girls, and that's important to me. A woman I admire is this Tinderella, Jen, 23, 74 kilometers away. Same reason? Honey pee. Look at the shitter on her. Look at this shit house on her. That's offensive to women's! Nah. Nah? And that's a good lesson. 
You see, women are unique, complex individuals. They ain't all the same. What some women find offensive, other women don't find offensive at all. Now, do you think those girls posted photos of themselves not wanting people to look at them? There are many avenues to female empowerment. For some, displaying the body is one. Not sure they'd appreciate their butts and those yoga pants being called shitters, but I could be wrong. But shitters is cool. My point, <laughs> if a woman isn't offended, a man really has no right to be offended for her. Who's next? Next scene, back at the pageant. It's time for round two, the filthiest mouth competition. The rules is that uh, the rules is they chirp until one person's left not laughing. So Marianne kicks it off. Lucienne, your mitt looks like a Thanksgiving turkey that got dried out in the oven, stuffed by a family member, and disappointed everyone who ate it. Marianne, your mitt looks like Brad Pitt's face after that beaten in Fight Club. <laughs> Dudes fuck you with the same rules as Fight Club. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Tannis, they call your myth the Stanley Cup. Cause sweaty dudes pass it around and drink beer out of it. They call your myth the Chronicles of Narnia because it's got more warts than a witch. It smells like a lion. It's as big as a wardrobe. Miss <gasps> Matt, your myth's like a convenience store worker. It gets paid 12 bucks an hour to serve anyone who walks through the door. You know what, Mia Sophia? Your legs are like Quebec in a referendum. All I want to do is separate, but there's no good outcome if they do. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, the chirping continues for a few more rounds. Then Dan- Tannis deals a low blow when she says Gail's mitt's bigger, a bigger tragedy than 9-11. Uh, Mrs. McMurray's, though, she deals this classic. Your mitt's like your high school report card. Your parents are ashamed of it. It needs improvement, and it's full of deeds. <laughs> Marianne's mitt has made more men cry than Field of Dreams. Uh, Gail's mitt is like a 7-Eleven. Everyone gets a free Slurpee in July. But once again, Mrs. McMurray wins it. Your mitt smells so shitty. Dudes need a line of match before they leave the room. (laughs) So bad. Next scene. Um, We finally get Squirrely Dan presenting his woman, the woman he admires, multi-Emmy nominee and Golden Globe winner and jazz artist Kim, Kim Cattrall. Uh, he's most impressed with her takedown of former Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Elliott's Trudeau's. <laughs> That's some powers, recognizing powers right there. So even though Squirrely Dan personally identifies as a Charlotte's, <laughs> his pick is Kim Cattrall. Uh, I'm assuming this is a Sex in the City reference. Uh, I looked it up, somebody named Charlotte. So, yes, I'm getting a nod from Miriam. Uh, next up is McMurray who is very drunk. This makes the others nervous because we all know what happens when McMurray's drunk. Uh, And he doesn't disappoint. McMurray chooses his wife as the woman he admires, which is sweet enough. Uh, The reason he gives are her liberal views on sex and sexual relations. She lets him fuck other women. Uh, This makes the other men wince. Professor Trisha rolls with it by saying, you know, different strokes. But McMurray interrupts by talking about the boys' trips down south and all the mischief they get into. He begins rhyming off some of the hashtags they use to stay in touch on social medias like uh, Cunt Hunt 2014, Snatch Catch 2013, or We've Come for the Front Bum 2012. Uh, The other boys have had enough. They yell at McMurray to stop. Professor Trisha starts to say that she's no doctor. But, and this sends Squirrely Dan into hysterics because she is a doctor, but then Professor Tricia gets to her point. McMurray, you say you admire your wife for her liberal views on sex, but it also sounds like you appreciate her for respecting your needs and being a good communicator. Well, I suppose all that is true. I love her for letting me go down south and get in trouble with the boys, but at the end of the day, it's her I want to be in trouble with. And her I want to go down south on. Wonderful. Oh, 
And is hashtag hot for slot taken yet? Not yet. It's all yours if you want it. Next scene, final round at the pageant is the tackiest dress. We're treated to a musical montage of the contestants modeling some tacky looks. Marianne is wearing an outfit with very large shoulder pads and her hair is done up in a faux hawk. Uh, Lucienne is sporting a lady mullet, blue sequin dress with matching blue sequin running shoes. Gail is sporting a tiger mini skirt with a toque and giant pearls and, and biker boots. Tannis is wearing a cross between late 80s prom and or bridesmaid dress with lots of lace, fur shawl and crimped hair. Mia Sophia comes out in a shiny a tiny shiny gold dress with slits up both legs and a Madonna style ponytail on top. And finally, Mrs. McMurray in electric blue metallic mini dress, crimped hair, heavy makeup and very high platform heels. I I feel like McMurray when I'm explaining all those outfits, like the way he used to explain (laughs) outfits to to, uh, Wayne. Next scene, back at Modine's three, Derry is describing his pick for the woman he, woman he admires. His descriptions sound a bit like uh, it might be uh, Roberta Bondar, which gets Wayne very excited. That's fucking Bondar. <laughs> when Derry's done, Wayne stands up and applauds and yells at everyone else to do the same. Stuart goes next. He West Side Stories struts up beside Professor Tricia, does a little spin, extends his hand to introduce uh, himself, and then Stuart proceeds with his pick. Christine Sinclair. An athlete. A fucking soccer player? Didn't say that's comments. She'd call it football. Fuck off. Women's soccer is different, Shirt Tucker. It is still the beautiful game when they play. (laughs) Christine Sinclair scored 185 goals in 290 international matches, which is more than any player in the history of soccer. Should call it football. Fuck off. Christine Sinclair. (laughs) You have my admiration. Stuart makes a few more hilarious moves in front of Professor Trisha, reintroduces himself. She responds with, still Trisha, and Stuart struts back to his seat. Next up is Dickens, who says he can't pick a woman. Not one woman. Instead, he'll list them all. Dickens stands up and knocks his head on a hanging lamp, recovers, and begins rhyming off all the women he admires, starting with the letter A. Any? Are you okay? Are you okay, Any? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> next scene it's time it's time to, cr- to crown the winner of the miss modeniality pageant and of course it's mrs mcmurray bonnie bestows a mirrored bro dude drinking helmet to the winner uh the very drunk mrs mcmurray makes her accept uh, her acceptance speech there's a sense of camaraderie amongst us all and when the grocery store ran out of tampons there was the sock people amongst us there was the sos bad people amongst us can't forget old hey bill gale but the most important thing is there was no hoarding of any of it we shared you know some real children of the corn shit all of us getting our periods at the exact same time like that and if that wasn't bad enough i had a particularly messy month it was shark week down there red wedding for me nightmare on elm street climactic scene of the movie carry saw four saw one through four I was one amongst us who stuffed an SOS pad down there just to get by. But who was there for me when McMurray came home from the store with steel wool sponges instead of SOS pads? Used. And who was there for me when I was out of clean socks and he didn't know how to work the laundry machine? Used. And that's why I share this award with used. And the contestants all have a group hug. Next scene, back at Modine's three, the only person left to present is Wayne. Wayne gets up, clears his throat, his back turned to Professor Tricia. He's looking very uncomfortable. He even clenches his fists as he's speaking, probably, you know, to try to keep from crying. 
like to keep this short and sweet. I'd like to come as no surprise to you that I pick. I'd like to come as no surprise to you that I pick my sister. I'll pick my sister Katie, so. So I do just about anything for her, but she do just about anything for me, so. So we always been there for each other, so. You make a habit of telling her that from time to time. <clears throat> Not likely doesn't do either of us any good if I don't tell her that from time to time, so. Otherwise, like how she can know, but. So I guess better go do that now. So I should come and give him to talk and everything, so. Wayne drops his head, storms out of the bar without looking at Professor Trisha, and the rest of the guys just sit there for a second processing what they've just witnessed. Then McMurray yells at Wayne that he's coming too, and they all get up and follow to give some love to the women in their lives. Schooly Dan thanks Professor Trisha for her presentation. Final scene, Wayne arrives at the egg hall. Hey, Katie. Go on. Go on, I just want to say thanks for everything that you do for me, because... So I do just about anything for him. Why don't you do just about anything for me? But I guess it doesn't do either of us any good if we don't tell each other that from time to time. So, <laughs> happy International Women's Day! And with tears in her eyes, Katie goes and hugs her brother. Rosie follows, also crying. Derry and Squirrely Dan join in on the group hug, and we fade to black. That's the episode. Oh, get a little applause from from Matt there. All right, and I'm up first. This is great. Um, <laughs> man, what to say about this episode? Um, it's 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 an episode. Let's see. It's it's Letter Kenny. So of course, this is how they handle International Women's Day. Um, I really interrupt. Yeah. If it's International Women's Day, mm-hmm. shouldn't Tanya go first? You know what? Oh, Mary, am I hate going first, girl? <laughs> I was just following our lineup, but you know. I be like, you know, power to the women and tonight. Yes, Tanya, you lead us off. Oh, good Lord. Thank goodness. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, nice. You were you were only too quick to, to pass that on. But can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I looked up. Because I didn't know all the terms. Mm -hmm. So I looked up all the terms for you, Tanya. I don't know, because I know you do like to do your internet searches about, you know, ostriches. Yes, please. I did the majority of the searches on my phone. You went down a dark hole. Yeah, dark, dark hole. Yeah. Dark, dark. There's some issues there with some of the the cold lunch and the Spanish breakfast. uh And at times shitty holes, yes. Well, yeah. so do you want to go first, Miriam? Like, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. Guests oh, never go first. Guests. Okay. Uh, there's so much to unfold in this episode. <laughs> like, truly, um, the the flip. I, I know there's two like major scenes going on. The Perfisha, Perfisha, Perfessa, Perfessa. Good <laughs> lord, it's not Trisha, coming out. Perfisha, Perfessa. Are you sure you haven't had wine? Fuck, I wish I did. <laughs> uh, professor. Just say Trisha. Trisha. Yeah, Trisha. Let's say Trisha. Um, and then the anti-beauty pageant. Um, so, oh my gosh. And, and, and they go, and they're both, it just feels like a really loaded episode. Um, there's so much um, with the wordplay again, um, classic letter, Kenny. Um, 
you know, the, the girls, um, chirping at each other and, you know, syncing up of the periods that is a thing just so, uh, men understand as long as the women aren't on birth control or anything like that, we will sync up with each other and, uh, and it happens and it's kind of hilarious, but at least everybody's got their, their products with them and, uh, it's helpful. Um, I, I, I thought it was so funny and I could just kind of see an innocent, uh, like if, if something like that happened and of course, um, you know, during this pandemic, there were situations where the grocery stores were completely empty of all mm. products. So I, you know, having that kind of vision of um, everybody syncing up and all the tampons being gone and the, and the men or Mr. McMurray grabbing SOS pads because it says pads in it. Um, I, I just thought that I could see him doing that and how horrible, horrible that would be. <laughs> With um, a Mr. Clean magic eraser before an SOS. A mag- magic eraser. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought he had steel wool. And steel wool. Yeah. She yeah. said SOS pads and, and, and he grabbed that, that steel wool. That was interesting because yeah, she said McMurray came home with steel wool instead of SOS pads. So she would have rather S I mean. N- neither one. I nothing. Uh, yeah. not, no. Doesn't, no. I don't socks. Understand. I would SOS go with the socks. They're more absorbent. <laughs> but they, I don't know. Then an S, then then steel wool. Yeah, well, they're they're. I mean, SOS pads are in. The other one is a good choice. No. Both are steel. I, I, I feel that. like both are steel. They're both steel wool. One's just got the 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 the. the and one would have the blue blue chemical, chemical yeah. leaking out of that's you. The S, that's the SOS. Yeah, which actually SOS, sparks yeah. my mind because um, never do we ever watch live TV anymore. We seem to be either Netflix or Crave or oh. whatever. I, I have to put this in because it's, it's fitting. So I saw a commercial the other day, which I don't usually, and I saw a commercial for a period and um, it, they were talking for about the, the, no, for a period, for, for pads. the pads, for the pads, for the period. But it wasn't for, wasn't it for Depend or something? No, no, it was for pads. Oh, okay. And they used red dye instead oh. of blue dye. And I, that is a win people. Like, I don't like, I know it's kind of gross to y'all, but I think that that was just, it, it, it stopped me and I went, oh my God, they use red dye. Like I thought it was brilliant because who leaks blue dye? <laughs> Going back to this whole SOS pad uh, scenario, who blinks, who blinks, who bleeds blue dye? I, I, I found, I found the same thing when we went to Portugal freaking 10 years ago, whatever it was now. And they used yellow dye for the, for the diapers, uh, for the, to show the absorbency on, uh, for diapers. And I thought, and I remember thinking, yeah, of course it should be like, should be yellow because it's pee instead of this blue water that they keep on. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so there's just so much, uh, things that I, I need help with. Um, I didn't quite understand um, Trisha um, getting changed in front of the boys. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't quite get what that, why that was happening. Like, uh, yeah, you're looking I, at me. I have no idea either. I, didn't, I, I, don't, I don't think not, I understand. I think it's an, it's an old trope. I think mm-hmm. it's just, you know, that's she, she's, she's basically taking the power, right? I guess. Oh. Yeah. Like I didn't, I wasn't complaining. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it was kind of a strange thing for her to be doing while she was presenting in yeah. front of the boys. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause trophy. I don't think I would respect a guy for doing it. So I'm not entirely sure. I see the empowerment of the woman 
doing it because it, it just is a sexual thing almost because she had very lovely lingerie on and I'm thinking well is there an empowerment thing going so I need help understanding that one I think this I is something quite... you, you can talk with the ladies about next week at the ladies night but, yeah uh, I'm sure that that I, goes gonna, way deeper yeah, I can't but wait I, to hear that conversation with you <laughs> I'm sure that goes way deeper um I just didn't see what it was where where the that connection of, was as soon as she did that she contr- she owned the room right she she had all the power they were all sitting in their little in their little chairs mm-hmm. you know she, she she basically almost kind of demasculized de- demasculated there you go <laughs> uh, but, where, but where, then that leaves to the question a woman has to re- no, reveal herself in order not to have, not to have, get not, not the room to. it's just she just did it in that moment right she 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 it was it was about that specific scenario she i don't think she was trying to say women should be you know coming into the into uh meetings uh with their with their you know uh male counterparts and undress that's uh, i i i you know she came to do a thing and that that was the thing that she did Mm -hmm. and it was it's it's it was tropey it was Mm -hmm. tropey it's a you know it's like i feel like okay we it's 2022 now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of a lot of it. I think we'll get more into it, but a lot of it was a little bit a little heavy handed, right? But mm-hmm. it, I mean, that's what the episode was about. So yeah. Well, and and while we're on that like that topic, like I, I think yeah, um, she's a women's studies teacher. She recognized her audience. Nothing about what she did, other than get changed, was sexual mm-hmm. in nature. She was just wearing something nice and and just simply got changed right so we took it to that level but she's like i'm just doing this knowing i'm getting your attention and like Victor, they she now owned them from that point forward mm. i think she made a reference about you know i'm doing what i need to do if i don't do this i i won't get you to do what i want you to do right so she doesn't necessarily agree with it but she knew well in that, something drastic you, the point right? you're making that line there she's saying if i acted like a cunt I wouldn't yeah. be able to get to. So she wasn't referring to stri- stripping almost naked. Right. She's referring to they thought the, the, their their vision of Professor Trish in their minds was a right. stuffy, uh, maybe librarian esque. Sorry, awesome uh, uh, person. <laughs> and and so she was kind of killing that, you know, those expectations. But uh, I don't yeah. think it, her that what she said referred to her getting undressed. I think what Not she said, refer- yeah. but it was mm-hmm. the op. what she was doing was the opposite of that. Yeah. And just, she made it, she, she got, I mean, right or wrong. Yeah. She made a statement. She owned them. Yeah. And they were part of her class. The rest of the episode. She right? definitely all, owned the room. Play- yeah. She definitely yeah. owned the room and, and did, but yeah, I mean, it, it was curious that she did that and, and that they did that. Yeah, but, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure I I I like any of those mm-hmm. responses, but okay. But okay. <laughs> You're I, not supposed to like them. No, like it, it's it's still, I don't know. Marion, what do you think? I, I was actually a little surprised like you. Um, and I, it was interesting because I'm also part of the, spoiler chat (laughs) and awesome had some interesting take on it which you'll probably hear next week (laughs) um but then i stopped reading that chat because i didn't want that to influence right Right. yeah but i thought of it Mm -hmm. but yeah i i didn't quite understand it as well but awesome made a good point okay she'll bring it up 
Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Cause I, 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 I feel like this whole episode today is teasing next week's episode. Like, yeah. Like, yes. well, and it's giving, it's giving all of you ammunition mm-hmm. to then turn around and yeah. tell us why we're wrong. And yeah. that's okay. And we're going to accept that. And uh, we're going to listen and enjoy the, yeah. the rebuttal next week. So no, but oh. I think from what I remember, mm-hmm. awesome's take on it was similar to like what Victor mm. was saying is yeah. that she it was just her way of like owning the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And I mean, I get it. She was definitely, she definitely owned the room by doing that. I think the, the dangerous message there is, um, is that the only way a woman can own a room? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the only no, thing. Right? But that's not what, but that's not what she was saying. Like, no, you're right. Was, you're right. It's not, it's not she, what she was saying. But, bu- she's in a room with a bunch of children, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're not a, a woman that is not always in a room with a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. And that. So she's teasing them with candy. <laughs> Uh, well, well, that's well, that's the thing, right? It's it's it goes back to the you know if you go back to um you you think about all of these kind of over masculine guys who say things to women or you know used to it doesn't happen anymore like the oh way really it happen, doesn't right? no no but but whatever like I'm talking about the 80s right mm-hmm. not not like 10 years ago like where women where men would just say very very chauvinistic dumb things to women still happens and 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 then when women call them out on it then they kind of, you know, get in a little fetal position, usually kind of squirm away. Mm -hmm. So I think this is kind of, this is a 2022 version of that, right? Where she comes in, she just takes the room. She, she takes control before they even have a chance to say something inappropriate towards her or whatever. She just owns it. And then well, they they say the inappropriate things anyway. They just, it just doesn't not to her, not to her, not to her. her. Well, I mean, yeah. McMurray says, I, we thought you might be a cunt and and Riley and Jonesy are like, uh, Uh, yeah, doing yeah, Tinder yeah. in front like, of them and talking yeah. about the woman or girl's uh, asshole. What? What? No, shitter. But shitter. they saw her as the <laughs> leader, as the leader figure in the room, yeah. right? They, they, she was the authority figure in the room, regardless mm-hmm. of what they were saying, and they saw her as that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't you know? Again, it was a little tropey that she needed to take her clothes off to to mm-hmm. help her get that, um, get that, but. It is. What I think it's important is. to I mean, note uh, that there's three writing credits on this uh, episode: uh, Kiso and two uh, female writers. And I, oh, yeah? I should have wrote wrote their names down. Yeah, you should. I'm sorry. I will post that. Was that. A miss. I know that was it was a, a big miss. <laughs> I'll make sure it's in your script for next Friday. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> wow. One job. Uh, I was yeah, I was like rushing today to get get my notes done. So I apologize. But yeah, there was two. It'd have been better to say nothing there. Uh, well, no, be, but I think it's important because the the like we're talking about this, and Victor mentions it's tropey and stuff. This isn't a, just a, a Kiso coined episode. In fact, he gets third billing uh, below the 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 two female writers. So I think that's important to to note. Uh, it, you know that he's one third yeah. of the writing team on this episode. So. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? of? Not the as pad- important as knowing the names of the women, but it's, it is important. Okay, fuck. I, I, I can look it up. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's such a new episode. It won't be on IMDb. So the only way I can get those names is by going on crave, playing the episode till the end, pausing and writing their names down. So that's why. Do that? uh, no. <laughs> He just flew back last night. Fuck off. I will have it for you next week or maybe even for the after party tonight. Okay. I apologize. I will tweet it out for the world to hear. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah. Other than, um, uh, picking like things here and there, um, um, there were uh, several funny, uh, laugh out loud moments. Um, what was I going to say? 
Oh my gosh. I know, but this was the longest introduction uh, you've ever had so far, Tanya. I think you've been talking for the last 30 minutes. Hey, (laughs) I brought you all into the conversation now. You you blew a spatula yourself there. Um, um, I just was going to say that, uh, you know, it is a uh, um, standalone Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. And I like, uh, again, they just brought everybody in, but they miss Glenn again. And I think yeah. Glenn would have been fun mm-hmm. uh, to, to, uh, where would, have, where would Glenn have belonged? Well, I guess Glenn would have been with the boys because Roald was with the boys, but yeah. 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 I think, I think that was because they had everybody, they had, uh, uh, Dickens and McMurray I and Riley and Jonesy. Glenn and his nurse's outfit would have been with the ladies. So I beg your pardon. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, what did you think of the end there? The, 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 well, I, 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 you know, I, I, I gotta give it like, I'd love Wayne. Wayne is just fantastic. <laughs> I love how he, um, diverted his eyes when, um, um, Trisha was undressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love his delivery. Oh my gosh. He was absolutely perfect. How he was, uh, proclaimed and, and mm-hmm. trying to keep it together and trying to look away and his, even his, uh, how he was standing, mm-hmm. Um, and, and feeling so, uh, you know, on the spot and, 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 you know, trying to divert his, uh, emotions. Um, yeah, the, the end was great. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked the episode. It was, there was some perplexing moments, some uncomfortable moments mm. and that probably they're probably intentional. I'm going to say they're intentional for male viewers and, and, uh, uh, and I and the payoff at the end was amazing. I love the payoff. What a great heartfelt ending! Um, and seeing Katie kind of in tears and stuff, I thought was really it was it was a nice touch uh, and a, a heartfelt ending to an otherwise weird, wacky, dirty, dirty episode. Just so dirty. <laughs> um, Victor, what did you think? I, th- I think it would have been fun if they had the periodic table of periods oh, in the background <laughs> on stage. I, th- I thought, you know, or, or mitts, uh, one or the other would have been Mitts fun. in the background? Uh, you would have wanted to see mitts in the background? Yeah, but like on a periodic table. Mm. And so you have like 118 different mitts. What's that artist's um, name that paints women's vaginas? What's the... Um, George O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's yeah, just... So write him a letter, Tanya. <laughs> Is that's it? That's all you got? You want mitts in the back? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, well, I have to get that in there. Um, so, you know, it's been a while since my wife watched an episode with me because oh. she kind of tapped out a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were just to kind of together. And I said, you know, I got to watch this. And uh, she's OK, I'll watch with you, with you. And then I was like, oh, crap. You know, it's like it's like what Matt said, you know, like, you know, his family kind of watches the worst ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of kind of getting, so this was not a good episode. Like when you're t- t- taking a break because of the, you know, the silliness or, mm-hmm. or uh, the ju- 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 juvenileness of it. And then the first thing we get is, you know, the first contest, uh, the, con- <laughs> what was the name of it? Oh, uh, whatever. The, the, despi- the disgusting one. Yeah. The, 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 the least congenial one. thing. You- Le- Le- yeah. yeah. Least congenial. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I'm looking at her eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, so Linda did not enjoy this is what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, she kind of tapped out at that when that was happening. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'll leave you to it. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, so that kind of 
uh, it got better after that, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, the, the, probably the low point of the episode. Uh, but, uh, you know, the rest of it was, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matt, what did you think? <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and, I, and I'll say, I'll make, so I'll start off banking on what Victor just said. Uh, about Linda's response to the episode, because Jen's response was the opposite. Um, and I think to Pro- Professor Trisha's point is, you know, um, we make assumptions on what women or anyone in general, but women in this case, respond to and will have issue with. And at the, at the end of the day, everyone's different, right? Everyone yeah. will, will take issue with different things, have different personality types, and that's just human nature. So, I watched an episode of this with Jen and she's laughing her ass off. Like we're like hitting each other, crying at some mm-hmm. of these things. And it is uh, by far the most brutal episode <laughs> in terms of how far they took it. I think across the entire series, they really dug deep and hit some points that like you're cringing, mm-hmm. but it was so brilliant. Um, and I, and I, and I love that they took it that far. Um, again, my, my wife is very much, um, on that cringeworthy side at times. I love her for it. It's amazing. We have a lot of laughs and, and I'm surrounded by a lot of women who have that kind of sense of humor. Um, so I'm used to it and, and hearing some things, but I know the contrasting side as well. So it's, again, it's human nature. Mm-hmm. And I think this whole episode, there was a lot of contrast in the fact that there were like, there's two storylines, but very distinct differences in the two, right? I feel like the men's side was, yes, love it or hate it. Um, it. It was a woman trying to get a message across to celebrate women any way she could or how she thought she needed to, mm-hmm. to get the, whether that, again, you said you already called it out, Tanya. Wayne was looking away. They weren't all responding to that the same way, um, back to the same point. But she felt this is how I'm going to get through to these men to get them to celebrate women. Whereas on the woman's side, it was all women doing this, this pageant. And like, let's just show the opposite of any stereotype that we possibly think or know or, or believe are women. So it really was trying to shatter all beliefs or misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I thought it was brilliant in itself in, in that kind of nature. Did they go really far? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Did it make me laugh? Yes. Um, did I appreciate what they were trying to do? Yeah, a hundred percent. I, I, of all the holiday episodes, I love that they tackled this one mm-hmm. um, because I can't actually think of another show that's done it. I mean, at least to an extent where there's a full episode dedicated to it. And if there is, I apologize. I just not aware of them. Right. Um, but I like that they, they took this on and I genuinely think doing letter Kenny style, they achieved this goal in space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved it. I thought, I thought it was brilliant. And then, yeah, I did laugh. Um, and then at the end, I mean, we'll go right to the end scene with Wayne. Um, that was, so again, I love the show. It makes me laugh. There's a, I will say this is the first time I genuinely felt something beyond just humor. Like, mm-hmm. like I got choked up when, mm-hmm. when, when he was delivering, as soon as he stepped up, I'm like, it's Katie for sure. Yeah. How he delivered that. Mm-hmm. His stance, everything I thought was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he approaches Katie and starts, and the second they cut to Katie, you can see it in her eyes. Yeah. And it was, I was sold hook, line, and sinker. And that moment between them was one of the most powerful moments, I think, in the entire series. It culminated 
everything we know about them, but he's never been vulnerable like that for her. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you could see how gen, how much she genuinely appreciated that moment without saying anything. It was funny. It was just, I thought it was a perfect moment. And like I said, I got choked up right or wrong. It was, it was weird for me to get in that show. I've never had that. Um, so to me, this was a highly successful episode, um, in what they were doing. Okay. Miriam, uh, before we, we, you begin with that, you said you looked up all these terms. There's only one that I didn't know about or cause, cause it wasn't described. What's a Mississippi bird bath. <laughs> well, actually that's well, she does describe funny it because I, I couldn't understand and the subtitles mm. called it sippy bird bath. Oh, okay. And I'm like, what's sippy? Like a sippy cup? Like it just, <laughs> um, and yeah. Oh, you know what? I'd actually didn't never wrote down the definition. I think she but said something about having it. like Kool-Aid in her mouth and, and yeah. dipping, her, dipping the balls in balls her mouth. Anyway, in the mouth, yeah. so bad. so yeah. fucking wrong. But maybe it was sippy. I don't know. I thought it, no, I thought it is she Mississippi. Said, I think she because said Because I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think? Well, okay, we'll start with you, Miriam. What did you think of this? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, so just a couple of things. Um, because the guys are always like, oh, Bonnie McMurray. Yeah. But now all the women yeah. are also doing it. And I thought that was kind of funny that mm-hmm. the women were like that. Um, and that they had these callbacks, right? So ginger and boots and the ostrich Mm -hmm. that came out um so yeah i thought that was that was interesting um this might go against like everybody i just thought wayne looked completely constipated (laughs) yeah yeah uncomfortable like yeah and i'm like oh like i just found it but that's the way somebody like him would be Try, being vulnerable in front first he was being vulnerable in front of his buddies like think That's about how, how difficult that was for him yeah. and then in front of his sister maybe less so but he was still in a public spot right yeah. I, I think it, i think it was well he done. flirts remember yeah. by turning pages by yeah. licking his finger and turning page that's how he flirts he's very yeah. uncomfortable think, with emotion I think he, was, he was clenching yeah. his fist i think that was to give himself yeah. a little bit of pain in order to not cry or something i don't know yeah. like those like and he couldn't face professor trisha he, his back was to yeah. her because i think yeah. if he looked at her he might start bawling like that's the way i i took it right like yeah yeah and we've always played that he's that that well sorry very quickly i think we've always played with the idea that we believe he's on the spectrum mm-hmm. and and his battle with emotions i think this was the culmination of of that like he really didn't know how to do it and he wanted to get through it and that's all we got and keeping so, his sentences um, short because again the longer he speaks the more chance he has of breaking down crying like yeah. i think I think I, I thought it was well done. And then he takes that breath and in his l- low voice, happy international women's day, Katie, I, I, I thought it was brilliant. And yeah, like a, it feel the dreams doesn't make me cry, but this might've. <laughs> and, and I also like that they kind of put Katie and Rosie and Bonnie McMurray kind of on the back burner mm-hmm. and they just kind of focused more on the, oh secondary i don't want to call them secondary yeah but, but yeah but they are yeah I'd, I'd say. yeah and yeah. and i like that they gave them mm-hmm. a chance to shine mm-hmm. yeah 
That's a great point. I love the joke that no one knew bro dude's name, uh, the bro dude like, yeah. rep's name, not even Tannis, yeah. who's been like having sex with her for months. I don't know. <laughs> I have to wonder what she's been calling her. Uh, yeah. Probably doesn't need to call and, her. And much. again, that's typically that they would joke like that again, yeah. Yeah. kind of old eighties movies mm-hmm. that guys would, would kind of be like sure. that. And they're just, yeah. again, showing that, Hey, women aren't any different. Yeah. yeah. They hit every stereotype. Yeah. Juan, what did you think? Oh, I I, I, I was laughing all, all the way through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what really got me uh, wasn't the, um, all the different names. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah, it was. The, the one that really killed me was the Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Just, <laughs> My head immediately went to, okay, which it's one? So visual. Like it's, no, or, it's so visual. It's right so such a visual. <laughs> Toby Maguire's character can shoot his own webs. Like, like, he actually produces his own webs. The other ones have to make okay, it. Now, like, now you're overthinking. Now you're overthinking. Yeah, you're, in, you're in the spider verse at this point. Yeah, they, they were clearly talking about spider pig. Oh, man. <laughs> I love yeah. the. Uh, Stuart's kind of flirting with Professor Trisha, the way he walked up to her, the way he kind of did the. <laughs> just, <laughs> with the hat, like, oh, yeah, man. No. So funny. But what was funny though with uh Stuart is that he said, like when he introduced himself to, to Professor Trisha, mm-hmm. he said his name the way Rold says his name. Yeah, he, he did. Said, You're right. Yeah. Stuart. Mm-hmm. It was Stuart. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, okay. Has he ever referred to himself <laughs> in the same way that Rold calls him? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. He did this time. Yeah. Uh, and I like to, you know, bring back Roberta Bondar. Yeah, that was yeah, great. That, that callback. It was a great moment. Yeah, Wayne's, and, Wayne's and reaction to Bondar that, he's, right like, there. he's like, that's, that's Bondar. <laughs> he got all excited, yeah. yeah. He wanted everybody to stand, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Or he, clap or something, he, yeah. He yelled at them to, to everyone stand, yeah. That was yeah. great. All right, um, any other points? Oh, uh, the only thing is... Mm-hmm. Cold lunch and a Spanish breakfast are two completely different things. Oh. So you can't say that they're the same thing. It's not one or the other because they're completely different. No. no. <laughs> would you Would you really like to know what the differences are? You know, why not? But do it. I do. If we're going to okay, do so it somewhere, we're going to do it here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a cold lunch is when um, you throw open another person's mouth. Oh. Why? Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a thing. Yeah. No. Uh, Spanish breakfast. So, <laughs> so this is after having sex. So obviously the man is ejaculated mm-hmm. into a partner mm-hmm. and then the partner goes to do a strenuous activity mm-hmm. like run. Okay. And it's describes the liquid that leaks out. Oh, so that's Spanish breakfast. So, one oh, and one's ejaculate, so they're right. not the same thing. Uh, leakage, <laughs> leakage, leakage with strenuous activity. And, wow, yes, that's so specific. It's like, hmm, amazing. It well, needed I'm, a name, and then I was <laughs> or like a meal title to it. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. And then I thought, so what is Jerry just going on Urban Dictionary and like, oh, what can we pick? What, you yeah. know, like, yeah. where did they come up? Mm-hmm. Like. You just know, I didn't know half of these. Right. I had to look them up. Right. And well, so of course like, not. <laughs> no, 
You're a chemist. Come on. <laughs> She's a biochemist. Biochemist. Apologies. Which actually makes more sense with the ejaculate. Right. right. There you go. <laughs> Do you have any opinion oh, on God. batching in space before we uh, move on then? <laughs> batching in space. Uh, but I heard on the, was it the news, the radio, that they were talking about they wanted to study sex in space. Oh, there you go. So they should send Bondar back up. No, no, no. She doesn't. <gasps> she doesn't oh. want to be back up there. Uh, what Bondar Bondar's uh, uh, astronaut friend, the one she didn't get along with. They should send him back. Right. Up there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll move on to ratings then. Uh, Tanya, what do you give this episode? Fresh clearance or compost? Um. Oh gosh. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to expand on, on some things here. I want to just say, you know, in, in being a woman myself and, um, um, partaking in different events, um, the last, oh gosh, two years ago, I guess it was, there was a woman, international woman's day, um, um, event that I had went to and they had, you know, the fashion show and the, and the, Mm -hmm. and the, 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 um, um, town, the, the men cooked and waited on the, the women. men cooked and, yeah. and waited on us. And, um, uh, there was, uh, women that were there that, um, were, um, oh my God, uh, the sashes. Oh my God. I can't think. Um, they were crowned. Yeah. Like beauty pageant sort of thing and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've done that. I I've, I've done, oh my, the vagina mo- monologue, which I recommend to all women. Oh my God. Loved that show so much. Um, and, and, you know, the extremeness of, 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 um, of those things. Plus, um, I've, I've done like lingerie sex parties and stuff, um, where women just go full out, uh, you know, just <laughs> no holds bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved this take. I loved that, um, they didn't do, you know, the pageant. They did it letter Kenny style. They, mm-hmm. they, they showed, uh, women talking to women and, and just, again, they're just went for it. They, they, they always push the envelope to that little bit of uncomfortableness and, and, and some of their things, uh, like these Spanish breakfasts or whatever, mm-hmm. apparently they're <laughs> Spanish lunch. who throws up in somebody's mouth. But anyways, um, I, I, I love how they did, uh, the professor Trisha, uh, with the guys and, uh, the women, um, being so, uh, just, out, it, it just, it just makes me laugh. Like even this week, my, my friends and I, we were talking about, um, uh, menopause and all of the different, um, um, symptoms and, and, uh, um, things to look for. And, and, and I, I just love the rawness of it and, and just, uh, um, being able to, to, yeah, it's just fun. Anyways, um, fresh, I'm going to give it a fresh. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I didn't, you know, this, this is a very uncomfortable episode for me and uh, I think, but I think it's by design. I think it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's meant to be for, for male viewers to, to be uncomfortable. I love the payoff at the end. I think at the end it was amazing. Um, I think there was a lot of fun parts to this. I loved seeing Marianne again. Um, uh, anything with Tannis in it is always fun. So yeah, I like that they brought back most people, uh, Dickens, um, and, Professor Trisha was, was, was a, a pleasant surprise. Like, uh, cause you know, everyone, 
Yeah, I had the same image of what she was probably what she is as as everyone else. So for for that to for them to flip the script with that, it was great. Um I can't give this a fresh. It's not it, to me it doesn't feel like fresh. It's it it got so dirty and so 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 wrong. I can't give it a fresh, but so I'm going to give it a clearance on the strength of that of uh of the Wayne and and Katie payoff at the end. I loved that. I mean, um if it weren't so dirty, I might have given it Can a fresh. Can I challenge you though? What? Can yep, I challenge you? What's that? So please do challenge him. Can I challenge you to think if the episode was male, the um, shown on the side yep. of of guys, you know, like I know that McMurray makes the, the crude and we've not really ever liked that part of him. But if it was, you know, the guys getting together and the guys talking and the guys like, would you still be? that uncomfortable is are you uncomfortable because yes and it's I, I mean, the side I, of women I, but i said as much i think it's that's the purpose of the episode is to make the male viewer mm-hmm. uncomfortable and to teach a lesson i i just uh i i appreciate the intention of the episode and um but if if i were to be truthful i didn't like uh, other than that last scene and a few things in between my enjoyment of the episode wasn't, you know, fresh level, but I think I, I give it a strong clearance. It's a, it's a, an important, I mean, I've given, you know, important episodes in the past, good ratings. And that, so that pushes this rating up to a clear, uh, a high clearance. I just can't give it a fresh. I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it as much uh, as that. Victor. I couldn't disagree more with you and Tanya at the same time. Oh, really? Um, so, so first of all, uh, Matt, stop caressing my nose. <laughs> What? Every time you go and adjust your camera, it looks like you're reaching into my head. <laughs> just, 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 just enjoy. <laughs> um, so I, I have almost exactly the same take as Al, but for the, but for different reasons. So um, I too thought this was a good episode. Uh, it, it, it's, it's important uh, kind of, uh, that it was done. Um, however, I did not find it uncomfortable because of the fact that it were it was women that were doing or saying these things, mm-hmm. Tanya, as, as you're suggesting. I feel like if you take the episode and subtract the vomiting and the pooping, mm-hmm. everything's okay. Right. Everything's okay. It's for me what what took it o- over the line for me is. In is the first contest. Mm-hmm. The mid stuff was hilarious. It mm-hmm. was great. No <laughs> issues with any of that stuff. That was awesome. I Marianne is gold. Like it was. It was just. It was so so good. But that first contest. It it and that was the whole purpose of the contest. Get get as down and dirty as you possibly can. It wasn't the fact that it was women saying this stuff. Yeah. It was just. It was nasty. Yeah. I think if it a guy was, was saying he he shit in, in Tupperware on on a long drive to the Sioux, I'd be just as disgusted. Yeah. You're that's right. What, that's yeah. my point. That's yeah. why I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah. You're here. You're sitting there saying, "Oh no, it's because no, it's it's it, it has nothing to do with them with mm-hmm. women." 
has to do with the acts themselves. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I found revol- revolting is mm-hmm. that the acts is just like when Miss McMurray was uh, in the, it was the last episode or two episodes ago mm-hmm. where she was describing, um, I, I think, uh, at, the, at the pub and she was standing over Mr. McMurray. Right, and, right. The, and, uh, the shot yeah, down and, her and, back. And, and the yeah. shot going through the ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would have been even worse if it like, mm-hmm. it, it, no, that's not a woman thing. It's mm-hmm. just the act itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you, if you take this whole episode, you even take the first contest and mm-hmm. remove the Sanchez's and, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 uh, and, and the cold lunches and the, and, and the, the, the poop and the condom for the yeah. Alaskan pipeline. That one there. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. the heck is all, that? All, that's the stuff. Frozen poop in a, in a condom so the woman could stick it up her. Yeah. No, see. where? Where? Where's it going up? Her hoo-ha. No way. Well, don't look at me. I didn't make this shit up. They, they wrote it. Oh, like, no. Is that a thing? God. I don't know. Uh, Tanya, while you're, while you're researching. Uh, Good so, Lord. No way, man. Those are not being looked up, especially on the work so, computer. So my whole point is that this wasn't gross because women were saying them. It mm. was just, it's it, just it's gross. Gro- I guess Again, they love Miriam's pushing point, the line. There's clearly this stuff exists because there's people that do weird and wacky stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, but that's not, but the what episode wasn't about people doing weird and wacky stuff in the bedroom or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. wherever it was about women. And so I feel like if you remove that lowest of the load, kind of nasty stuff, apologies to those that are enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you remove that stuff out of the episode, <laughs> this episode isn't easy, fresh, yeah. but like I, my wife is the last is the further furthest thing from a prude or anything like that. She mm-hmm. just said, I don't need this right now, but thanks. You sure. enjoy. <laughs> she wasn't, she didn't leave because she was offended as a woman yeah. hearing women say these things. She just didn't want to hear the vomiting and the pooping. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and I stayed because it was my homework. Right. So, and, and I'm a good student. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I, that's my whole position. That's why I kind of disagree with Tanya now, but, uh, okay, but you know what? I mean, I this is an easy, this is an easy, uh, clearance. Okay, good. Uh, you know what, uh, Victor, I don't disagree with you. You probably just, uh, um, explained it better than I did because you're right. I'm, I'm with you. It, none of it had to do with the fact it was women. It was the disgust factor, I think. Uh, yeah. So for sure. I agree with you there. Uh, Matt. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know. I mean, I hear you guys. I mm-hmm. still think there's a bit of a subconscious there that, I mean, we've heard jokes like this in many different movies, shows, things like that. Maybe not this many in consecutive order i think that plays a factor in like mm-hmm. there's references to sanchez and mess and i've always laughed right right the fact that it's being hammered at you <laughs> for like five minutes straight <laughs> and it's women i think does actually play a factor whether you want to admit or not mm-hmm. i'm not, I'm not going to debate it to death because we're not going to get anywhere sure but i think there is an element there that that we're just not giving enough context to that all said and it's fine mm-hmm. This is one of the easiest freshes I've given in a while. Mm. I wow. think the episode is brilliant. I, I love mm. what they did. I love that they made it uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I love that they they just pushed it so far. Like they're like, we're going, to, we're good. And I th- and like they, I think they everything they do in Letter Kenny is very intentional. They're like, we are going to make this as awkward and gross and as far to show that it's it can come from this context and mm. this from from this place. And I believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm okay with that. And I loved it. And at the same time, there's a big contrast of celebration here. So I thought it was a really brilliant episode. Um, I would actually, I would actually, this was probably 
one of, if not the best of the holiday episodes wow. that they've done. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And then, like I said, in my previous, to bring it all together with that moment, a celebration of Katie at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I really thought this was a fantastic episode and, and I thought they did a great job. So it's it, hands down with the easiest fresh, just I've given it a long time. Okay. That uh, Blue Mountain uh, internet is is failing you a little bit there, Matt, but, but but it's okay. We got we got the message. All right, <laughs> Miriam, what what do you give this episode? Uh, a fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I laughed. Um, I it could have gone actually a bit longer. I found mm-hmm. it a little short. Okay, because uh, there was no cold open. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. I think Victor missed the cold <laughs> open too. Yeah. It was, it was still what a twenty-six minute episode. Yeah, actually, it was a meaty episode. It's it, for for Letter Kenny. It was a, a, a on the long side of an episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, the lack I of a cl- too short. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just went went by yeah. too like fast. Well, me. you were enjoying it, obviously. Because, I guess yeah. I was. You wanted more. You wanted more. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Juan. More dirty Santos. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Uh, as you can tell, our, our brand of humor is very low brow. Yes. So, so yeah, this, this is a fresh for me too. Yes. I was the whole way through. Okay. Great. And granted, I, I thought it was gross too, but mm-hmm. I was still laughing. Right. So, yeah. It yeah, was absolutely. only one segment, but it was enough for me. Like the, mm. I thought the rest of the episode was, was great fun. It was mm. just a little too, a little too uh, rough around the edges. That first contest. Uh, maybe, uh, but that know. was the whole point of the first contest yeah, was to go as, as bad as yeah. you could and get. They, it's yeah. just like, it's just like they the called it where, Mc, where McMurray was the, a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I forget which one it was when he was talking about getting down and dirty about his sexual es- escapades. Yeah. Uh, that was the whole point. And mm-hmm. yes, and uh, I believe I gave that one a compo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're consistent, if nothing else. Yeah. All right. So we'll go on to top fives. Uh, Tan, does this make your top five? Uh, oh, no, I don't think so. No. I, I, I really do like those five. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make mine either. Um, Victor, how about you? No, sir. No. Matt? <sighs> Stinking. You want me to read? I, uh- yeah, what what are they? I don't I don't have the handy here in the car. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the top five list in your in the car there. Hold on. No, it's Looking not it on my here. dash. Number one, Lay's Heeks or Lay's yeah, Freaks. Um, number two, Prostate. Number <laughs> number three, Holy Sheet. <laughs> number four, Relationships. Okay. And number five, a fuss at the golf course. Ah, oh, fuck. If you remove any of those, no, for this one, I, I, I can't at the moment. I got, I, I may come back to this and make mm. a change, but I need to give this one some thought. Mm. I, I really loved it. I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Just because you're just, teared up at the end doesn't mean all of a sudden. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, man. It really was. Now, uh, 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 for the moment, no. Ron, Juan and Miriam, you told me you guys didn't have your top five, but you want to maybe let us know like what your favorite episode might be. I'm I'm not good with the titles, no. but um, describe it to us. The, the prostate one did not make it on any of yours. Oh no, five. it's it's it was my number two. No, it's on mine. It's my number two. Matt's number two. Um, I think 
Oh, um, Tanya's number four and Victor's number three. Yeah, it made all our top fives. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the prostate one and the sleepover. Sleepover. I, 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 oh, sleepover had one of my best MVPs. That, that is a silent sleeper. Like, like, like people, that, there are some big fans of that episode. You know it's what? That, episode. I, I changed my uh, that rating on that one because I finally get that one. Yeah. Yeah. What was your rating? I, I, I think I, I gave it, it a, um, a clearance. Yeah. But I, I, I would change that to fresh for sure. Oh. I get it. I think Al and I were fresh on that one. Yeah, I was yeah, fresh. You guys I, were. I really loved that I, episode. I, I think I may have been a clearance for a compost. You may, you may have I been like- I think you were a compost. You've had, you may have had a bad week or something because that was just- <laughs> You had a lot. So you many- had big comeuppance with that one. Yeah, I, I, we recently had a, a snowfall mm-hmm. and it was that, that perfect time of day and I was driving through town and all the snow banks were like super high and I was like- Oh, I can't wait to get home and get jammies on mm-hmm. and just snuggle in. And I'm like, fuck, I finally get the episode. The whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole episode was just a mood. It was a yeah. perfectly set yeah. mood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Juan, did you have any that uh, you wanted to mention? Uh, not really. No. My, my attention span is very. <laughs> sure. Well, what are your, fa- what are some of your favorite, like who are your favorite characters? Maybe that might be easier. Like when, when oh, you those kids. The skids, really? You're you're a fan we're, of the skids. Enrolled, are, are, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh well, then the train scene where they're you know when when they're playing playing on the train and <laughs> rails on rails. That's right. Is, yeah, the doing rails on rails. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bro, that's for our buddy, our buddy Twi- Or Tyler. when they were on the dark web. I would, or whatever his name is. <laughs> sex, 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 sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to MVP then, Tanya. Do you have an MVP for Wayne. This? Wayne. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, no. I got to pick a girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Wow. But Wayne was just, I'm sorry. Wayne, I, I, I loved him in this. Wow. I just, I did. I know, but that was wrong. Sorry. That was my, my, my gut there. Um. Oh my gosh. Girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> um, well, Mrs. McMurray won the contest. She did. I feel like the contest was specifically designed for Mrs. McMurray. For <laughs> <laughs> she does play a drunk so well, does she not? Like, her, she, she, the she way she slips acting. off of the, the, the stool and like the way she has her hand out and the words and how she slurs on only like... She does. She, the, there were a couple of scenes during the, the first round where uh, it was the first or second round where uh, you look at Tannis and Tannis is trying her best not to break. She's she's yes, on the brink. She's on the brink. Oh, By the way, see. Tannis, in this episode, you could see she still had her hickeys. Her hickeys? I was going to see that too. It's yeah. a rash or their tattoos or. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're all. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, be skin condition. So who? Um, um, it doesn't have to be a girl, you know, that, that goes against the whole, just, just give it back to Wayne. Like what the hell, what, you know, like what, what the hell? (laughs) I loved how he was tearing up and, but I love Katie at the end too, how she was tearing up with him. Barely said anything. She barely said it. What she was also the host hostess and, and kept the, uh, the, the pageant going. I mean, the only female, well, I mean, all the, all the women did, did great, but I think professor Trisha probably had the most heavy lifting in the entire yeah yeah stop feeding her information <laughs> i'm just, just trying to help her you know <laughs> just trying Short-term to remind her memory remind her of the episode. it was a hard week like, dude go with your gut like show you know sh- show kind of <sighs> woman empowerment <sighs> and <sighs> give it to wayne like you you, you meant to <laughs> <laughs> like you want to <laughs> 
Oh my God. There's a, uh, yeah, there is so much okay, in this episode. We'll, we'll okay. We'll, okay. To, we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving wow. it to Wayne. It's easily hands down Wayne. He was, he was the, the, yeah, his moment was the best in the episode. Sorry, ladies. The ladies were all amazing, but his moment was the best in the episode. And I got to give kudos to the Stuart. His flirting with Patricia was hilarious. <laughs> so funny. It's going to make for one of the best gifts. I already saw Dean uh, gift that, uh, that moment. So it was really good. Uh, Victor. Oh, I got to give it to the mitt. It was the easy, easiest, easily the best part of the, uh, the whole episode was the, was the second contest. Unbelievable. And, uh, and that's when, where I laughed the most. Uh, and so you got to give it to the mitt. Really? <sighs> All right. Uh, Matt. I love how you just sighed. <laughs> oh, I wrote Matt down instead of Mitt. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give it to the I Matt. so desperately want to give it to a human fucking being that I wrote down hey, Matt. It gives of birth Matt. to beings. The Mitt. Go ahead, Matt. Well, yeah, I know, this is this is tough. I've been thinking about this whole time. Um, I think I'm gonna stick with the pageant. I'm gonna give it to Miss McMurray mm-hmm. for just slaying that thing. For a couple of A, she crushed the competition. Mm-hmm. B, going back to the comp, the the part on McMurray's side where he's talking about why he loves her so much, and I don't know if this validates what or or did or devalidates did this this what am I trying to say here? Invalidates. Invalidates. Invalidate. Fuck. <laughs> Having a moment there. Um, Remember we had a whole conversation on whether they're just making everything up yeah. to like sell this story of who they are. Right. But talking now about he allows me to do this. They have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know there's truth to that. They, you know, they're just they're Those two are just in it to win it and uh, <laughs> they just live in their best lives. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It, I, that made me think about that. No, it's not fully related to this, but anyways, it's Miss McMurray. She, she killed it. Okay. Miriam, who's your MVP? Well, first of all, I was going to try to guess what Victor's was. Oh. <laughs> and did, like, did I you? was thinking like it had to be inanimate. And I thought, oh, maybe it was the briefcase, um, you know, because I don't know. <laughs> that kind of set the tone. She's like the sexy mm-hmm. person. And I'm like, oh, OK, no. But he picked them in. <laughs> I'm going to go Mrs. McMurray as well. OK. Yeah. She. I, I don't know. If it's more for for the the character or for the actor, mm-hmm. in terms of like she just sold it. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't I've seen uh, bits and pieces of Winona Earp, so I know that she she's got range. Like she, that's not obviously her. <laughs> yeah. Like she she can act sober, so her her drunk <laughs> act is is really good. Uh, Juan, how about you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always partial to skits. So, Stuart, I love that yeah, <laughs> flirting scene with uh, yes. Patricia. The hands and doing the Michael Jackson thing he does. Yeah, that was great. All right. <laughs> Have you had enough time now? You know who you're going to give it to? Yeah. I, I still, I, yeah, I, it's, it's Wayne. <laughs> okay. It's still Wayne. <laughs> it's still, no, because he's my first, like, okay. he's, I just love how he, um, yeah, he just he loves his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, see, there's still a, a woman's day angle there. He oh, loves yeah. his sister. Like that's yeah. yeah. It was a scenic 
it's scenic route, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You got there. All right. Um, let's see here. I mean, normally we would do see the future, but I mean, there's nothing to look forward to other than Shorzy. And I was kind of hoping we'd get maybe a Shorzy longer trailer by now. We haven't gotten it yet. So, uh, Maybe my prediction of it coming out in March is wrong, but you know, there's still time. So hopefully fingers <laughs> crossed. Um, I can't think of if, if there's any letter Kenny. I don't think there's any big letter Kenny news that's come out recently. I mean, the live shows have started, right? There is, there you go. You're right. Yeah. Today, right. Was today the first day or, or yeah, yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Last night was the first show in Portland. Yeah. So yeah, those have started. So, so did all the Canadian shows get, get canceled? canceled? Yeah. All of them, eh? Yeah. Well, the ones in Ontario, I don't know if there were any others. Like, I don't know if the ones out West, uh, mm. but yeah. Maybe so, they'll tack us on at the end. That would be nice, but I think they would have scheduled it by now. I, I just think they couldn't find any, any, maybe the, the actors aren't available after a certain mm. date or something. Sure. Anyway, it's too bad because uh, I really was looking forward to it and we didn't, uh, we lost our tickets, uh, but call out to our listeners who are going to go to the shows. We would love, love, love to see pictures, please mm. post pictures, tweet pictures, and we will retweet them. Uh, we, we love to see you guys there and, and, uh, yep. and, and, uh, we'll shout you out if, if, uh, you, uh, tweet them out. Um, and then, so the only listener comments, we did get a, an iTunes review. Um, it's, uh, five stars, great podcast with ruggedly handsome guests. I love that title. Uh, basically, it's our buddy Dennis, and what he did was uh, for his review, he posted the 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 the, the poem he wrote for us, or the promo, did he really? the promo he wrote for us for last week. So uh, I love him. I, I posted that re- recording, but it was a little little hard to hear because there was a lot of laughter and stuff going around. So I'll read it here again. The Podfather Al is your Thursday night delight with dad jokes and puns. The Portuguese dream will keep you up all night. Tanya's a skeptic whose observations are tops. She loves the D and her ad reads will make you pop. Matt's our favorite uncle who loves puppers and flipping bikes. He's a beacon of positivity who's hoping for 69 likes. And Victor the hippo loving grump wields a blue spatula with a blom. Uh, he'll give you a comeuppance and run a train on your mom. Just that. <laughs> that last line. Is How the, he got comeuppance. So and I know a plum comeuppance. Mom, just every, oh, Dennis. Bravo. That Holy fuck. Brilliant. So, so well done. So well done. Anyway, oh that's all I got for, for this episode. Um, so thank you. Or I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go with final, uh, final uh, thoughts. Tanya, do you have um, any final thoughts? Thank you so much, Miriam and Juan. It was great to see you uh, again today. Uh, I know we saw you last week at the egg hall, but we got to talk a little bit more now. And uh, you're going to see him three weeks or Miriam, at least three weeks in a row. Cause she'll be here at the ladies night next week. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Uh, that will be a great show. So yeah, uh, um, um, Al, you still need to do the buttons because I yes, don't know anything right. about that <laughs> stuff the right buttons, there. Yes. <laughs> There's some pretty ones over here I could probably touch, but you know, whatever. <laughs> buttons aren't toys. No, they're not. <laughs> um, yeah, and happy International Women's Day to all you great ladies out there. Um, I hope everyone was able to celebrate it and uh, all you men were able to um um, and, um, celebrate your, your women in your life and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, um, more fun. All right. Uh, I'm going to say Miriam, 
Juan, thank you for finally coming on. And I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, I had fun having you guys here. It's great to see you. I mean, I see you all the time on at Toronto Mike things, but it's nice for you to, to see you on this and, and, and we can chat, you know, non Toronto Mike related stuff. So that's great. You mean us? something else i know i know who knew but uh thanks guys and i'm glad you stayed up for it i hope uh, i hope it was painless for you uh victor uh yeah mary wong uh, thank you so much uh next time i promise we'll have some other uh uh element samples to show um and <laughs> look forward uh, to it yeah yeah maybe maybe we'll don't encourage him don't encourage him please don't mix anything <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have some reactions next time. Um, also, I forgot to mention, I started watching uh, another show with Linda, uh, Severance. Uh, it's on Apple. Severance? Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, I heard that was really, good. really out there and crazy. We just finished episode four today and yeah. uh, recommended, super recommended, way better than that uh uh, children are stupid show, whatever it's called. <laughs> children ruin everything. Veronica yes. caught me watching that and she's like, what? She got so insulted that I was watching a show called children ruin everything. She's like, we do not. And I'm like, sorry, kid, you do, but, uh, don't, don't take it personally. She was literally ruining the moment yeah, at that I, moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, any, uh, yeah, Riley Jonesy, thanks for coming out, guys. <laughs> it's so great seeing you. <laughs> no, it's such a pleasure. I'm glad we were able to move this and that you guys were able to spend it up. Um, I know you're probably going to bed about 10 seconds after we close this off, but <laughs> we love you for it nonetheless. Um, always a pleasure. This uh, one thing we didn't really quickly mention, um, I know, Ali, brought up the egg hall last week was so much fucking fun. Oh, yeah. That yeah, um, was great. I loved it. Like, I, I know you made mention, but it really was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I listened to the whole thing back, and I actually don't do that for a lot of our episodes. Some of them I will. <laughs> that one, I had to take it all in. It was, I think I described you, I was beautiful anarchy. Um, <laughs> it was just a hot fucking mess, and it was so, such a blast to listen to. Just chaos, laughter, cheers. Um, so many people came out and we can't thank you all enough again. I want to go back because it was such a fun night and uh, a great way to celebrate our hundredth episode. Um, that said, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's next. I know you guys are doing a ladies night next week and I'm looking forward to that and listening to that and uh, whatever we do next uh, will be fun. I'm sure. So thank you. Well, I know you guys yeah. are always talking about how I don't let you in on plans. <laughs> So let me tell you what I'm planning for the following week. I'm planning a live stream, which will be different from an ag hall where uh, we'll, it'll be a video component. Uh, Miriam and Juan, you'll know, cause we'll be using the, the same, the same uh, platform that Toronto Mike use. So our viewers will be able to watch us live and, and comment, but they're not, there's not going to be all this talking over each other. And the reason we're doing that is because our guest for two weeks from now is going to be letter Kenny memes. Uh, and she's going to come on and she's going to share some of her favorite oh, memes. So okay. it kind of doesn't make sense for an audio podcast. We need to do a visual podcast. So uh, she's going to come on and we're going to have some meme fun. So that'll be in that, that's the plan for two weeks from now. So you heard it here first. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So that's, that's the idea. So uh, everyone will be able to come back and join us again, but this time they were, you won't all be on screen. You won't all be able to interrupt us while we speak but you will be able to chat at us and and we can read your comments and stuff so that's that's the plan do you have a moderator though uh do i need one do you think i mean i i usually need memes explained 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> no, no, because if you are using who I think I know who you're yeah, using. Yeah, I'm going to use Ian's platform. Ian's, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping. Um, I mean, he, he he offered to let us use it, so I have I have to talk to him still. Yeah, because what, he's kind of deputized uh, Don and I as, oh. as moderators, too, because people have been going in and making some really – um bad comments oh okay so um that's we'll talk we'll talk then (laughs) maybe we'll we'll need you to moderate that that means we'll have to do another early night i don't know we'll see no 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 you can get awesome (laughs) oh we can get okay all right we'll we'll talk about that anyways right that's right it's it's in her blood um cool Uh, do you guys have any uh, so yeah look forward to that in a couple weeks next week obviously is the letter kenny ladies night next week will be friday night again 9 p.m. Eastern again so that Miriam can join us. Uh, So, so stay tuned. Yeah. Friday night. Um, Miriam and Juan uh, final comments. Um, I know I always kind of bring it back to Toronto Mike because that's how we met, Mm -hmm. but like him, I think you guys have created a great community. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just really fun to be able to talk to people kind of, from all over the world mm-hmm. uh, about something that we all enjoy. And I mean, you've been a recipient yes. of the community um, and that's just kind of the people that have come together and it's just actually kind of like really nice to, to be part of. So I want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. I mean, again, we, you, you give us all the credit, but it, the community is made up of, everyone and every yeah. it wouldn't work if uh, if everyone wasn't really cool <laughs> yeah. and we've got a really cool bunch of people um i think our our people are cooler than toronto mike's people but don't tell them that yeah we're more exactly we're more international juan did you have anything uh no just mirror uh miriam's comments mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's a very cool community yes i'm not an active participant because i I can't get because you have a life. It's okay. I understand. Yeah, I get that, dude. High five, right there. Right there. <laughs> but I, I fill them in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she lets me know. She keeps me updated. She gives you the Coles notes whenever something important happens, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, to, just to give you an example, I get fed up when I get too many texts from my family. Right. From the family group. I, I feel the I same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, you guys are like a kindred spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. I'm going to play us off here with the song uh, from this episode. A great song called Glory Me by uh, an artist and or band called Frankie. It was kind of hard to find this, but here I had to Shazam the episode because once again, brand new episode, not a lot of, of information out there. So here we go. Out of 
that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we're going to have our first ever Letterkenny Ladies Night. That's right. Tanya's going to host, and she'll have a bunch of female listeners on with her. I have no idea what they're going to talk about, but I'm sure tonight's episode will come up a few times. Uh, don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can choose use a promo code, PRODUSAN, for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support this podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There is a Patreon link on the site or Twitter profile at ProtostanPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtostanPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to tell the women in our lives how much we appreciate them. On behalf of Miriam, Juan, Victor, Matt, Tanya, and myself, have a great week. Death's not easy. It takes work just like being born. The soul clings. <laughs>